Hello everyone, welcome to The Deep, the SJ Sharks coverage podcast. Today I'm going to be going over the last two games, what the Sharks have to look forward to, and some good stuff that we can look at. So, uh, starting it off, I'm going to talk about Game 1 against Carolina. The score, in my opinion, did not show. Now, again, it was 2-1, shows it was a close game, but it was a way closer game than I think people will give the Sharks credit. They looked pretty solid defensively. They opened up the scoring, and, you know, the late goal that they gave up against Sebastian Ajo on that tip-in, they covered everyone pretty well, and and I think that's why the Hurricanes were, you know, second in the NHL last year. They were able to create scoring chances out of tough situations. That's why they're a good, respected hockey club, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It was also, you know, really awesome to see Brent Burns come back, bit of a tearjerker, you know, looking at all the memories that we've had with him, but, you know, I... I I hope he has a good time in Carolina. You know, if if we don't win the cup, then maybe he will. You, you never know, because I think he 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 deserves one. You know, Norris Trophy winner, Norris Trophy winner, established defenseman in the NHL for a while now. He he's in in my opinion deserving of one. Um, yeah, but that game was nice. They looked really solid overall. Reimer played great. Defense was there. Offense was there. Just again, the Hurricanes are a good team. Sometimes they're just better, and they were just they were they were just a little better last night there's not much you know not like not much more you can say to that one because they were better and I think people you know overlooked that but I think that you know they look solid against Carolina and if you can look solid against Carolina you can look solid about most other teams in the in the league when when the Sharks play like that the second game way less to be happy about you know scoring the first two goals was really nice they opened that up well and then they just completely fell apart after the first period, letting in five straight, two being shorthanded, which I will come back to several times in the next few minutes going over those. And, you know, I think that showed, I think those two games show the ceiling of the Sharks and the floor of the Sharks. You know, they can compete with Carolina, one of the well-established, really good teams in, you know, Chicago, who is definitely in a rebuilding state <laughs> similar to we are but you know I, I thought we were going to win that game and I thought it was going to be like you know 3-1 4-2 something like that but obviously not what I thought <laughs> um they just looked discombobulated I, again after the first first they really saw but after the first they just looked confused didn't it didn't look like they they knew what they were doing when they had set plays they had plenty of power play opportunities and didn't capitalize on any, whereas Chicago capitalized on two handed or sorry short-handed opportunities, which was again just kind of like like especially one of them being a breakaway. You know, I can understand if the puck takes a weird bounce, they get a two-on-one, they take it back and score. That one's tough to defend for a defenseman and a goal. There's not much you can do, but letting in a breakaway short-handed goal, oh man, you got some stuff to work on there. Let's. Let's just say that. But again, even when, when, you know, like Chicago had the puck on on those two shorthanded goals way more than we did, we just looked, as I said, discombobulated. It, it, looked, it looked like looked like they weren't used to the system yet, which, you know, new coach bringing in some new guys, I can see that. I can, I can understand how that's tough. You know, you got to get used to it. You got to get used to this guy having a different shot than your old teammate or this coach having a different philosophy from your old coach. It's tough to really you know get settled in that fast we're only we're only four games in we only got four sorry we don't have any lost oh my 
here that they can't talk. We don't have any wins yet, 0-4. Bit of a bummer there. But again, you know, they're still getting used to the new coach, new GM, you could even say, new players. It's it's going to take a second, and we're still in a rebuilding phase. We're not supposed to be 4-0 right now. That's not that's not what the Sharks are looking at. That's not, you know, that's what they're aiming for, but that's not, you know, that's not that's not the the super realistic goal at the moment. So that's going to make it really tough to get going. And again, I just think, you know, I feel bad for Kacken and his stats. You know, he has an under 900 save percentage. Both goalies are 0-2. But I feel like that's just, that's not showing how good they are. You know, just, they're they're both solid, established goaltenders. Reimer a bit more established than Kacken. Because he's older, he's been in the league longer. That's just how it is. But, you know, both of them, I just, they're putting all their effort out there, doing everything they can. And the guys up in front of them just aren't doing anything to really help them out. So, you know, what are you going to do about that? So, a couple things, these are more stats-based than play-based, that, you know, could be, could be potentially worrying, you know, you might want to look at, you know, get the boys going a bit. Um, Timo Meyer and Tomas Hurdle, I noticed, have not scored a point since the first game of the regular season, which means, you know, going three, three games without a point, isn't that horrible because they could bounce back and, you know, go five straight games with two points in each of them and then have 11 points in, you know, nine games. That's pretty good. So you never know. They're just going through a slump. But you don't want it to last last much longer than it is because they were the uh, two of the three highest point contributors last year. And especially with Meyer and Hurdle, you know, they're in their primes. You could even say Meyer isn't at his prime. Hurdle's definitely at his prime. You know, Meyer, you could you could make the argument he has one more year, but I think he's pretty much at his prime. That you know they should get going a bit more. You know, I I I expect again. This is my expectation. What I think they can do. I think they can hit. You know, for Meyer a ninety, even ninety five point season. Hurdle more of a seventy five eighty point season, which is still very solid, more than I could ever get in in the National Hockey League. <laughs> and you know, I I think that for them would be perfect. I mean. A little bit better than last year, you know, consistently getting good points, even if they get the same amount as last year, as long as they're not, you know, 10 to 15 points under if they're five, and then whatever, that's fine. You know, maybe you get hurt, something going on in your life that, you know, people don't know about. It, it could be anything, but I think that that's something to pay attention to and be on the radar, be on the lookout, whatever you want to say. Just kind of make sure that that, that, that doesn't fester into something unwanted where they're not putting up any points. Um, but some stuff to be happy about, uh, three players that I think have looked very good, sorry, four players that, that I think have looked pretty well. You're going to disagree with, with me on one of them, but I have to I- explain why. Um, Nico Sturm, Logan Couture, Redeem Shimmick, and Eric Carlson. I'll explain why in a little bit. So first, Nico Sturm, uh, first goal of the year in the game against Chicago. Ripped one pass Marazic off of a, off of a rebound. That's what you want from you know, get those get those who's rebounded to put him in. He was right there, and that's what he did. I like how physical he's playing. He was creating a lot of a lot of chances by not only being physical but bringing the puck up, shooting the puck, everything you want basically from from a, from a power forward. He did, and he looked really good doing it. And you know, even in in Nashville, he looked all right. But you know. The past two games coming home, he looked really, really good. And I think if he can bring that mo, if he can bring that momentum, even if he's not putting up, you know, 50, 60 point seasons, if he puts up 30, 40, 
then that'd be perfect. You know, you know the Sharks need some more 30, 40 point guys because they only had a only had a few last year, which is why we were on the lower end of the standings. Uh, Logan Couture, especially in the game against Chicago, looked really good defensively and offensively. Uh, got himself an assist on Carlson's goal to make it two nothing against Chicago, even though that lead was lost. He looked really good on the on the de- on the defensive side of the puck. He was back checking really hard, playing both ends of the ice really well. You know, super good poke checking. He was deflecting a lot of passes. You know, taking out lanes. You know, making it hard to get by him, or or you know, even if you got by him, you had to do something that you know you didn't want to do, or it messed up your play, messed up your system, so you had to go back and regroup. Or if you continued to try, if he forced someone to the outside, there's there's a defenseman to then you know give that guy a bit of a rub out, and then you know, all of a sudden you you have the puck and you're breaking it out. I mean, he did that several times against both Carolina and especially Chicago which is why the Sharks played so good in, in the first and why they were in it for just a bit more than they than, you know, than they could have been. And I think a lot of that was because Couture played really, you know, he played good on the offensive side of the puck, but really good on the defensive side of the puck. And I think if he can keep that up, because you know, the defense did seem, seem, to, seem to, my goodness, seem to struggle last game. If he can help them out, get them going, that'd be huge. I mean, that'd be, that'd be really big because all of a sudden, you know, that's a bit of a, morale booster to see that you know the defense is doing better so now the offense starts producing now the goalies are feeling good because you know we're winning games and all of a sudden you got a got a four or five game win streak on your hands and that can all start from one guy playing good defense playing the body playing the stick especially playing the stick because that's what Couture's been doing and even playing the body I mean I I saw him throwing his his weight around again again against really against Chicago a bit against Carolina which you don't see that see that often I mean he is a bit of a bigger guy than you'd expect him to be but you know I mean he you know he wasn't you know throwing anyone down or you know huge hits in the corner but he wasn't afraid to get in there and use his body and I think again from the captain seeing the captain doing all this stuff like that really brings up the team morale gives him a boost and that's all you can really ask for from your captain lead by example and that's what he did in these past two games and I'm super happy with that uh, Redeem Shimek, uh, except for his two penalties against Carolina, which did, well, you know, really hurt the Sharks in the end, I think he played really well. He, similar to Couture, really good on the defense side. Fuck them, he's a defenseman, so that is his job. Let's not forget. <laughs> As, you know, because I, seems like I could forget, kind of. Um, you know, he, he was playing really good phys- physical hockey. I mean, he was, he, he, he had some Pretty good hits in in both games. Really solid, knocking some guys over, getting them off the puck. And he didn't, you know, he didn't knock them over and admire his hit. He he knocked them over and made sure they didn't have the puck, and then he went and grabbed it, or he or he let one of his teammates grab it. And you know, I think his coming back from an injury did hinder him for the past, definitely last year, even a bit, even a bit the year before that. Oh no, sorry, that that was when he got injured. Definitely last year, it hindered his game. He looked slower, looked a little tentative but he he looked really good these past two games both you know stick checking similar to Couture like I said blocking lanes getting in the way really physical like I mean like I'm (laughs) I'm just super happy with his his physicality but he also you know when he'd get the puck he didn't just rip it somewhere I mean he he brought it up he skated it out you know a couple times I saw him skate it past the red line when he realized that there was no play he he dumped it in, but but you know that that gives gives the sharks a chance to change, and now the Blackhawks have to skate the extra extra 
extra 20 feet so you can get a good four check going. But, you know, when he didn't skate it out of the zone himself, he had some really nice breakout passes because that gets, gets the momentum, get him going on, on the rush. You know, even if you don't score off the rush, it's a scoring opportunity, which is what you want. <laughs> so he just looks solid, again, just like a true solid on both sides of the, of the puck. But as I said, I was most impressed by his physicality. The last one was Eric Carlson. Now, the reason I, I'm happy, I will actually explain later. Now I'm going to explain why I'm not as happy with him. I'm pretty sure that he was on for all seven goals scored on the Sharks in the past two games, which you don't want. You know, now, to be fair, if you're a defenseman, you're out there a bit more than the forwards, and he's pretty high on our ice time, so, sorry, sorry pretty high on, on ice time, so that's all right. But you don't want to be out there for all seven. That's never good. You never really want to see that. But again, you know, I think <laughs> when when I was watching, he seemed to just, again, I'm not an, an, an NHL player, I'm not a coach, I'm not an analyst, scout, whatever. So it's, it's really not up to me to decide whether he's trying his best or, you know, really putting his legs in. But from what I saw, it didn't look like it, but I could be wrong. And, you know, that could also be an effect of how many injuries he's had over the years. I mean, because he's had, unfortunately, he's had quite a lot. His body's taken a beating, and that can't happen. You you just lose some of the speed that you, that you had, and that's that's just how it is. So, you know, maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's something, like I said, maybe there's something going on outside of hockey, whatever. You never know. But when he brought the puck up, he looked pretty solid. Again, similar to Shimek, made some good breakout passes, brought it up past the red line, uh, got himself a goal, the second goal in the game against Chicago. And he actually currently, this is why now this is, this is why I'm happy with him. As I said, the past two things, he leads the leads the team in points right now. And we've only played four games, but three points in four games, not a bad start. You know, you know that's why we picked him up. We wanted him to produce. We wanted him to do good, and that's what he's doing as of right now. And I think if he can keep that up, that'd be really really nice for the Sharks, especially now that Burns is at Carolina. The, you know, now he can step up into that role of being the number one scoring defenseman. And, you know, that's what you want, right? That's just perfect. Like, that's what we got him for. And I think if he can accept that role, hopefully improve on his defense, if he, if he you know, physically can, because like I said, the injuries might be nagging at him. So, you know, do his best on defense, because that's all he, all he can do and keep producing the way he is. I think he's going to set, set himself up for a real nice season. Um, so those are the things that I said, you know, that I was happy with about the weekend. Uh, now, things to look forward to. <laughs> the Barracuda, considering how bad they were last year, dead last in the AHL by a considerable margin, are first in the Pacific because they're 2-0. Uh, first game they won in a shootout, second game they won outright in regulation in their series against the Iowa Wild in Iowa because the home opener is this Saturday, which should, which should be fun to see. And, you know, as I said, they just... <clears throat> Especially in that second game from, from the highlights that I saw, they they were dominating that game. I mean, you know, first one, they, they were up by about three goals. They did, oh, no, sorry. No, it was it was three goals going in, in the third. They did let in three. But, you know, they hung on and won in a shootout, which doesn't matter how, how you get the two points as long as you get them, right? So happy with that one. And But the, the three biggest, you know, things to be happy about, is that uh, both William Eklund and Borgelow scored their first goals in the, not National Hockey League, but, you know, 
professional bubble, you could say. Or, sorry, both scored their goals first. I can't can't speak right now. <clears throat> they both scored their first professional goals, which it means they're on the right track. They're doing something right. You know, we, if you don't want them to get hurt, maybe that's why we had them sent down to the Barracuda. They're not ready, whatever. It looks like they're hopefully getting better, which can't ask for anything better than that. And third is uh, uh, Merkley. Two points to two games, both being assists. But I think, you know, getting Merkley going would be huge because I think the Sharks have expected him be, to be a bit better, to develop faster. Now, again, he's he's a smaller guy. It's tough to be physical, but I went to one of their preseason games against Bakersfield, which they did win in overtime, and he looked comfortable. I mean, he looked fast. He looked physical. He looked like he wanted to be out there and try and get his trying to get his name on the Sharks starting roster, which, again, if you're going to put in that much effort, if you want to show that you want to be there, I'm, I mean, I'm certainly happy with that. I'm sure that the coaches, staff are all noticing that. So hopefully he gets the call up and he can establish himself a, a, a solid spot in the lineup. And again, Eklund and, Eklund and Borzlam, I'm not worried about that. You know, they played in, or sorry, Eklund played in the in the Swedish league. Borgelo playing in the World Championships over the summer. Sorry, World Juniors over the summer. I mean, you know, they they both have enough experience. They're gonna get better. I I, I really hope that, that they get better as fast as they can. But you know, they are gonna get better. They're gonna look stronger. They're gonna look faster after you know a little bit longer in the American Hockey League. But I think the Barracuda all around. You know, I I this is the first time I've really talked about the Barracuda on here, and they just. You know, from the highlights I saw, they they look good. They have a lot of guys putting up a lot of points, and and you know with with last year it was tough because the reason they were so low in the standings is most of the guys that would normally be on the Barracuda were were on the Sharks because so many people were injured and we had to call them up because we didn't have anyone else. But you know, we brought in some new guys. Some guys are more established. You know, they're on the NHL roster, so the Barracuda have a bit more talent on their hands now which you know again if they can get to the playoffs like even you know the Sharks would be awesome if they do but even if the Barracuda get to the playoffs you know giving all those young guys the confidence to realize that you know they can play well and produce well at the professional level even if it's just a bit under the NHL it's still the, the professional level I mean that would be great you know they're going to develop faster they're going to feel more confident and they're going to come into the nhl the year after or even later in that year feeling good feeling confident like like they can make a difference and if you can do that you know if, if you think you can make a difference you can make a difference that it goes like that with all sports whether it be baseball football soccer hockey even running you know all of it if you believe you can make a difference and you belong there you can make a difference and belong there and i think you know the barracuda having a good year would be great because now all the like I said the prospects have that confidence they bring it in the next year and all of a sudden the Sharks have all of these all, all these prospects like wow they're looking pretty decent you know and uh, another big addition to the Barracuda was Andrew Agazino leads leads the team of points was given the captaincy of the Barracuda last year you know having someone like him you know he's been been in the league long enough both in the NHL and the and the AHL knows how to skate knows how to play good leader, vocal guy, you know, I've heard a lot of good stuff about him. That will really bring up the locker room, really bring up the level of play. And that's just, you know, I, at first I was a little confused. I was like, I wonder why they're picking up 
Because, you know, I don't really know what they're going to do with him. But, you know, I was like, well, I'm not the GM. Obviously, they see something I know. And they did. And the, and the Barracuda are off to a 2-0 start, which, again, is still very early in the year. That could change. But even if it does, I mean, getting off to a good start is fine. And, you know, Eklund and Bordelow scoring their first two professional goals is great. It means they're going to build on it. They're going to get better. They're going to learn what to score from better in the professional hockey league. Or, sorry, professional. In the professional hockey level you could say you know and, and that's all you can ask for that's why the AHL is there to develop guys and I'm just I'm excited to see how much they can grow just even in the next few weeks you know seeing their points go up getting more goals getting more assists it, it's it's just going to be fun to watch in my opinion well I think that will do it for the episode today uh, thanks for tuning in next episode will be Tuesday I'll upload it at 6 a.m. as always and as I said earlier, oh no, no, I didn't say it earlier. Uh, be sure to follow the Instagram at SJ Sharks Coverage. Nothing else, that's just the name. You know, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, yeah, so with all of that being said, go Sharks. Hopefully they can get a, get a win tomorrow night or actually no, that would be tonight as I upload it. So tonight against the New York Islanders. So yeah, hope to see you all next week.